Welcome to the Council of Moms. I'm Lisa Valentine Clark. I am a widowed mother of five. I have most of my kids out of the home. I have one and a half kids, and how do you have a half of kid live home? He's gone all the time. That's how. Yeah. I think he technically still lives with me. (laughs) And that's the phase of motherhood that I'm in. And I love hosting the Lisa Show, doing podcasts, doing fun, creative projects with my friends, some acting um, and voiceover work. I love it. And I love doing the Council of Moms. And here today on this particular council is... Heather Frazier, and I have four kids, two adult and two teen. And because it was so rough with my first two, I decided to become a coach and I help parents with their teens because that is such a tricky time. And there's so much unnecessary pain and suffering. And that has brought me full circle in my love of creating. Mm. I used to create with scrapbooks and cooking, and now I create with my own podcast. And I wrote two books this year and creating good connections with parents and kids. Love it. Wow. I'm Melanie Call, and I have three children, five, two, and 12. And I've been married for 15 years. And I am on a hero's journey right now using the power of my voice and doing civil advocacy work for working parents, caregivers, and moms. Love it. Yeah, so good. Wow. Uh, I don't know how to follow that. That's (laughs) that's heroic. Um, I'm Whitney Call, and uh, I'm a writer, comedian, actor. Um, I've got three boys, and I'm trying to bring as much estrogen as I can into my house uh, and just working out, yeah, my, um, my my own soul journey and figuring out what do I want the next 70 years to look like? Hopefully, you know, we'll see. Yeah. I love it. We're all, Fair. you know, in this together. That's what the great thing is. Once you're in the Council of Moms, you're always in the Council of Moms. <laughs> <laughs> and I, we have listener questions this time. So I'm going to ask you a, a question, and we're going to see what we can do to help each other out and uh, share a little little vulnerability, right? I love this. For years, this is from Sophie in Surprise, Arizona. For years, I've been fully consumed by being a full-time parent, and I've barely spent any time on my own relationships outside of taking care of my kids. Now my kids are a little older, and I'm getting some of my time back, but I'm realizing that it's been 15 years since I had to make a new friend. (laughs) How do people meet people? (laughs) I would love to make my own council of moms or even just a council of friends who may or may not be moms, but I don't know where to start. I love this from Sophie. Um, Motherhood um, can be all-consuming. We all have, like, different experiences with that and sometimes time and distance. I mean, there's so many different factors that sort of bring you in and out of social circles. So for Sophie, how do you do it? What's your advice? For Sophie, I I can resonate with this question a lot because it is hard to make friendships when you get older. Mm -hmm. And so one thing I found that worked for me was volunteering So Mm -hmm. I could be, you know, finding a cause or a social activist issue that resonates with me. And then you'll find like like like-minded people and friends, you just making friends in that particular group. Mm. And so 
That's one way to make friends. It's rare, I think, at this age that we make friends through proximity. Like, because we don't have to go to school with someone. We don't have to, you know. And so I think it makes sense if, like, you're joining a cause, then by, you know, default, your friends by proximity are going to also be sharing a lot of your interests. I think that makes sense. Right. Like, especially, like, causes like cancer. And you can find people who have similar stories or backgrounds Mm -hmm. as you. Um, Even art. Like, I know I have a friend that I made, like, just showing up to a model casting. And I was like... Um, I don't want to model, but I want to help with the production of your show. That's cool. Yeah. That That's awesome. awesome. I love that. And I was like bold and fearless. There. You know, it's kind of, you know, you do it. But I felt like, well, if it's that important to me, I'm going to really put myself out there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, I totally feel for Sophie. Just like these ladies, it's so relatable because so many of my clients, their kids are teenagers now. And yeah. I don't know if you know this or not, but teenagers don't need their parents anymore. Mm, tell me more. <laughs> tell, me, tell me more about this phase. Yes, it's, it's, a, it's a fun time yeah. when they're like, you know, the toddler, I do, I do, and they don't want you to buckle them. Well, there's also that stage of teenagerdom where we're <sighs> stupid, we don't know anything, and they don't want to spend time with us um, to varying degrees. Sure. And so most of my clients are in the middle of an identity crisis Mm -hmm. because their identity was tied to those 15 years of raising kids. And who are they without their kids needing them? Mm -hmm. So, Sophie, you're not alone. Yeah. You're not alone. Every other woman, just look around, throw a stone in any direction, and you're going to hit a woman who needs a friend. Yeah. It's it's like the vulnerability of saying, do you want to be my friend? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I (laughs) – lean into that. When I was thinking about this question, I like to, I like the romance of friendship. I like to court friends and just like not very subtly and be like, do you want to be my best friend? Are we best friends now? And sometimes that can turn people off. Yeah. And sometimes... It's exactly what they want to hear. Exactly. Well, you never know people. until you do. Right. Yeah. I remember when I moved Trial to England and, and I didn't know anybody. Yeah. And it got dark at 3.30 when the kids got, you know, I had little kids and I was like, I need friends because I'm such an extrovert. And I saw this woman and she, <laughs> and I stalked her. We went to all the same play groups, you know, and everything. Yeah. And I sat next to her and I was just trying to get to know her. And, you know, I have this thick American accent. Uh, and... um. She's like, oh, yeah, I, I moved to this same town the same day. And I, and I go, oh, samesies, do you want to be my new best friend? And I did say that. And it's I, I kind of was joking, but I kind of wasn't. We're not it, ever joking. I never joke. really no. joking. And it's so not an English thing to do. It was oh. not like, and she looked at me like I was crazy. And I was like, you are right in your, I can see in your eyes that you're judging me. And I just want <laughs> you to know that you're right for the assessment that is going through your head. And but are so you fun. in? And we became friends and we were total opposites and we're still friends today. Like any, I, love that. I, I, I am a real proponent of take that risk. Yeah. Right. Yes. And, and just all- be like, you look interesting. We look yeah. like we have a lot in common. Yeah. Should we hang? Yeah. Show who you really are because then yeah. if they don't like you, like it's an immediate, okay, next. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's the oh, thing. Okay. Cause I'm not for right. everyone. We're not no, for everyone. We cannot be everyone. best friends with the world. Yeah. I mean, so we have to have, down. like, a certain set of requirements, too, especially when you have young children. It's like, hey, you know what? I can only go to Starbucks, and if you're okay with hanging out in the car yeah. and chatting for, like, an hour, just <laughs> yeah. going through yes. up and down the canyon, we could totally do that. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. 
Yeah. yeah. I think it also takes an amount of self-belief to recognize, like, I don't have to have everyone like me. And mm-hmm. so, like, when I'm wanting to make friends, I also want to make sure that, like, they they want to be my friend and it's okay if they don't. But I think that that vulnerability of putting yourself out there, whether it is in, like, a, hey, like, I really want friendship. Do you want to be my friend? Chances are, like, people on the other side are feeling the same way. I mean, we all we all are experiencing this, like, how do we make friends as adults? Right. And so. I think there's yeah. plenty of other things in our lives we can connect over to. And I don't know, we were just talking, you know, outside about how like uh, it's it's hard sometimes to make small talk. And for me, it's because it's like, I don't I don't want to know, like, how are you doing? Fine. OK, like that. It's like kind of uh-huh. it's just getting like it makes it's my so anxiety annoying. go up. And it's just like, yeah. am I do I sound weird when I'm making this talk that we all are supposed to make? So I feel like sometimes I just like, and I'm like, hey, so this is what I'm going through right now. You are so my type of person. Like, I, I love we're that, all that type of the person, social dance right? that we're supposed to do. Yeah. And like, actually, let's just see if we connect. What yeah. a relief to be like, hey, is yeah. this kind of awkward? Like, why don't we just chat about something that we're really right. going through right like, now? I Let showered me today. Yeah. Right. I showered today. <laughs> That's Let me, tell you, Let me tell you the flavor of existential crisis that I'm having this week. Are you in? Let me tell you what I like, what keeps me up at night. Uh, I have a friend and, um, and now I can call her a friend. The first time we met, I don't know her at all. We're at this like big social function. There's lots of people there and I'm just, and everyone's like doing the small talk. She comes right up to me, looks me in the eyes and she's like, what's the first thing? What are the first three things that you think about when you wake up? And I go, uh, uh, duh, 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 you know, and I listed them and they were, honest. Yeah. And she's like, I like you. <laughs> and I was she like, did I, amazing. and I was like, did I pass? Like, you passed because the test? she's like, no, you answered the question. Most people are oh. like, mm, weirdo or whatever. And I was like, oh no, I'm in. But also <laughs> like, I don't want to scare you away with what I, the three things I think about. Cause one of them I think was my current flavor of existential crisis. So, um, I, I think it's okay to, you to sort of yeah. jump right. in yeah. a little bit. I think, though, too, and I'd love to ask you about this with your um, experience as a coach, you know, helping women at a vulnerable time. Yeah. I have found that you get to be a certain age. You get to be, like, middle-aged, and you've been burned by some friends. You've lost a lot of friends. And sometimes yeah. friendships have changed through nobody's fault. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, the— what happens in life. Yeah. And sometimes it's somebody's fault. I'm not, you know, whatever. Yeah. Because of a lot of things. Evolve. And yeah. And 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 that is devastating when people that you thought would be there when you were able oh, to, yeah. to look up yeah. and they're not there. So that kind of changes it. How has that changed? Have, have you seen other women yeah. change with that? Well, first off, I have experienced all of those things. Yeah. Friendship just changing, being betrayed, and then a friend not being a true, like we I think that is a common human thing. And we can do one of two things. Either we can allow it to harm us and we shrink and diminish, or we can choose to let that actually be about the person that it's about Mm. instead of us. And we can grow and evolve and make sure that we're not that friend Mm. and, and allow them the grace because probably they're, dealing with their own stuff and mm-hmm. just move on and not become so wounded from that that it holds us back from enjoying life and and connecting with women who are two true friends. Yeah. Yeah. I do okay. feel like that there's this there's this feeling sometimes of like we really want to like, you know, just be like 
tough or, you know, to like take things on. But like, you know, I like I love this analogy that someone gave where like if you like close your hand in a fist, like it feels strong, but eventually you're going to lose all the blood flow in your hand and it's not going to work. That's (laughs) an amazing analogy. Right. And so like, you know, opening it up like that first like part of opening it, it doesn't feel very great. It's a little bit painful. But then like, man, now you can use your hand and it's open and it's ready to receive. And I think like you know, logically, I know, like, there's, there is nothing that will serve me by closing off by, you know, putting up walls. Um, Even if someone takes advantage of me or betrays me or pulls the wool over my eyes, that, that really, like, all that means is they're really, like, they're betraying themselves. They're, they're pulling the wool over their eyes, right? And so if I can stay open, and sometimes I do go through that phase where I have to be like, oh, that's right, like, open up, open up, okay, you know, but like, you know, give ourselves grace and, and give others, you know, the chance to open themselves up when they're ready. Yeah, that actually is one of the many themes in both of the books that I wrote this year, which are totally different. They're completely standalone. But yeah, because women are a community. We need each other. We do. And sometimes that hurts. Yeah. Yeah. I'll read your books, Heather. When you you think about um, maybe what you need as a friend, because especially like I, you know, as, as Sophie's talking about, like, I was... She says, I was fully consumed by being a full-time parent. Like, yeah. it, that that's revealing something, right, too, about yeah. herself. I'm curious as to if you've ever found yourself in that position, how you've sort of found that um, balance or maybe that even just, like, catalyst to, like, look outside a little mm. bit. Has that been easy for you or hard or— when it came for friendships, like, I would put it on the calendar, set times sometimes, yeah. it, depending on your schedule, is, like, calendar, have a girl's day, like, Manny Petty, get him done together. Um, you know, if you have a restaurant you want to try with your friends, you know, just, like, treat yourself day, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. treat yourself day and, like, if you want to have lively conversations, have a list of topics that you would like to discuss with your friends, um, because friendships are all about like positivity and give and take, right? And so you want that experience to be positive with your friends. You don't want friendships to be draining. An know. obligation. Yeah, an yeah. obligation. <laughs> the you know, there's power in like mm-hmm. vulnerabilities in your friends, but it has to be like a two-way street, like anything, right? And we yeah. often don't prioritize, right? The the we don't prioritize self-care, but I don't even think friendships is is like a like a treat. It's like, it's a necessity, right? It's something that we need. And so if we're putting it on our, to like on our planner, you know, just the same as like we put a meeting on our planner, just the same as we put Mm -hmm. like, I need to go get groceries this week. You can also put like, no, and I need to go see a friend this week because that is, that is a necessity. That is something that that we need. And we're calling a friend and saying like, you know, I got you. Yeah. 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 I can see that you're struggling. And I, yeah. yeah. For me, because I'm coming out of that, Mm -hmm. right? You ladies have younger kids Mm. and my kids don't need me anymore. That's why I did start a business and I went back and um, got an education and all the things. I was in the trenches and I wouldn't change it. I loved being completely immersed in momdom. And of course, yes, I'm making time so that I'm not running on fumes every day. Right. (laughs) Uh, But I wouldn't have done it any different. And I think being honest with yourself and what works for you and what isn't working and then move toward Mm -hmm. that. 
So there's nothing wrong with completely losing yourself because I knew that it was a phase that I didn't want to miss. Mm-hmm. And so I was willing to lose myself because I knew I would eventually find myself again mm-hmm. different. Yeah. And we're all different in yeah. how we like, yeah, handle that or process mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Or what's yeah. best for each of us too. Yeah. Some and women that might not have been the best move mm-hmm. for them. Right. Like yeah. everything is so individual. So yeah, just really I, yeah. being honest with what works for you. And I that's such an interesting point because it is so individual for each of us and our friends, like, they're they're not going to be exactly like us, too. Yeah. They're going to make different choices, and yeah. I think that you can support them in different in different ways. Yeah. Do you, you know what I mean? Judging, like, oh, that mom works. Like, well, no, yeah, because I remember when I was fully immersed in, like, a stay-at-home mom. Like, I was able mm-hmm. to do things that I couldn't do when I was working, and then when I was working, because I've done – Part-time, full-time, like I've yeah. <laughs> been every kind of mom. And um, uh, and how like my stay-at-home mom friends were able to to help and provide something. And then my working mom friends were able to help. Like it, it was so, it's kind of like beautiful about that, about like mm-hmm. how we shouldn't all be the same. But no. we don't have to apologize for, yeah, what we choose in that moment. And yeah. a good friend will help you feel validated in that yeah. too, you know. I have friends who are my age who – should, you know, by society's standards, have more time, and but because of the the specific needs and challenges of their children, probably will never be an empty nester, or will never like mm-hmm. will always be in that intense fra- phase and need different things. Yeah. And it's something that I'll yeah. that I won't experience, but you know, our friendship is can still be beneficial for us. And does that make sense? Like in a, yeah. in, in a different yes. way. And I, I, I think that's so interesting. And I and particularly I think we seek out friends when we are going through something that maybe we didn't anticipate. So for example, like I have friends who have, you know, nonverbal autistic children. They need friends who know what that's like to yeah. be the mother. I'm, I, I don't know what that's like and I can be a good friend, but they also need friends like that. When I lost my husband, I needed friends who were solo parenting, not just single parenting. Yeah. Um, just all of the sudden, and and I needed I I had to go out and find friends because I didn't have any who 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 knew what that was like and knew how to talk to grieving children and parent grieving children. Mm-hmm. So I had to go find I found new friends based on a specific set of criteria, which isn't something that I had necessarily ever done before. Yeah. But it's I'm so grateful to have those friends now. So yeah. I don't think it's always like like such a limited thing. I think sometimes it's okay to look outside. You know, right. yeah. yeah, of what you think of the kind of friend you'd look for in the third grade, right? You know? I know. Never in a million years I thought like one of my good friends would be a lawyer. Yeah, I'm really? Like, yes. That's so amazing. Like, it's good to have a lawyer in your oh, back yeah. pocket. Yeah, and be like, can lawyer you read this contract and like translate it into English for me. Seriously. <laughs> like, what uh, is this legal verbiage they're talking about uh, here? And so you find people in places and seasons of your life right and so one thing i to keep in mind is you know just to be open to the possibilities of Mm -hmm. meeting new people and meet Mm -hmm. them where they are too yeah especially as an adult Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. being really open-minded as to how friends can come to you maybe it's the little old lady who also needs a friend or Mm -hmm. the the teenager like so yeah. many, my nieces and nephews, they need adults who aren't their parents because they don't want to listen to their parents. Mm-hmm. We can, that's a different kind of friendship. Maybe mm-hmm. not one where we're emotionally dumping on them like we would appear, 
but yeah. we can be friends with them and snap mm-hmm. back and forth. And mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. You know, I love yes. snapping with like my friends' kids and my nieces and nephews. Like it just is yeah. fun. Like and it's like different ages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um and that's okay. Yeah. I, I, you know, they have it, the best stories. Like people so are older, yes. like yes. the best stories. You're like, say what, Yvonne? Yeah. My uh-huh. nieces come over or old, like, uh, yeah. Like Good Tuesdays stories. with Maury. Do you guys remember <laughs> oh, that? Yeah. Tuesdays oh, yeah. with Maury? Find yes. your Maury. Look at that friendship. Yeah. Yeah. Man, man. Yeah. We all need a Maury. <laughs> For sure. I um, remember that I made this, I made friends with this older woman in my neighborhood. And I, at, when I first met her, I was like, she's not friendly. And I'm, I, I've had and I'm kind of scared too. of her, right? And I remember she said she, I, I was pregnant. And she came up to me. She had eight boys. Can you believe that? Oh. She came up to me, and I am so puffy. Like I'm not saying like I gain a lot of weight, which I do. I'm saying puffy too, like puffy on top of a lot of gain. And I just look phys- like everybody looks at me like, oh, how you doing? <laughs> and I hated it, but like I did it. Yeah. So I'm waddling around the neighborhood just trying to exist and she came up to me and she said she goes I enjoyed every second I was pregnant and I was like and I said right to her I go well either a you're lying or b you don't remember yeah (laughs) I wasn't gonna let her have that yeah I you know I was like no not on my watch and I remember she was kind of like well I did (laughs) and we Fast forward, have become best friends. Yeah. I was going to say, that's And has she fessed like, up um, to the no, truth of that situation? It. That oh. was her experience. But I was like, I'm so yeah. uncomfortable. But um, but we were just able to, like, we're honest with each other. We're able to tell. I, I'll never forget her because after my husband passed away, it was soon after her husband passed away. But, you know, she's a lot older than me. And she came over. Oh, it's going to make me cry. And she was like... I, you must be so mad. You can punch me as hard as you want. If you ever need anybody to punch, you can punch me. And I was like, that's the nicest thing that anyone's ever said to me. You know what I mean? She like, was offering she you was, what she needed. But she wasn't yeah. being funny or anything. She was yeah. being real. Like, yeah. like I'm so mad for you. And yeah. I don't know. Like, how would yeah. I have ever predicted that? I would never have, like, thought that. Having – you can find friends in strange places. People surprise you, man. People surprise you. Give yeah. them a chance. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes we can surprise them. We had just moved, and my third was just born, and she was the worst baby mm-hmm. and and a high-risk pregnancy. So I was coming mm-hmm. off this really emotional pregnancy, mm-hmm. and then I had a baby that wouldn't sleep. She didn't sleep until, like, she was three or four. Oh. But I was having such a hard time. It was right before Christmas, and I just thought – who needs a friend more than I do? And then mm-hmm. I just, and I just went and I was their friend. Yeah. yeah. Which is a nice way to also make friends. Yeah. Like just look around who needs it worse than I do. Mm-hmm. And I'm going right. to call That's them and have lunch thing. with them or take mm-hmm. them dinner. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, kind of the council of moms or like people that I've seen online that I think, how are we ever going to get together? Can we just be friends? Well, maybe if I invite them to come and be a council of moms, <laughs> they'll be my friend. So you could also... St- have a, your own show, yeah, <laughs> and be Should like, you want to come on my show? Let's be best friends. <laughs> Start a podcast. Yeah, I'm amazing do it. women through my podcast. It's true. Yeah. I'm yeah. not kidding. Well, and and back in the olden days, as 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 your grandmother from Gen X, <laughs> we used to. I I met a lot of like the coolest people through blogging. Yeah, which yeah. doesn't exist, but like we would follow each other's blogs. We would. They were 
well-crafted personal essays because mm-hmm, that's what Gen mm-hmm. X did. And they'd have funny references and stuff, and you'd be like, oh, that that girl's cool. I mean, that's my my best friend I found. I was like, I need to be friends with her. Yeah. And clickety-clack. Right. Email. I mean, there are there are so many different ways, but I do think that it all of the things that we've talked about require, like, a lot of vulnerability and you just, like, right. being – showing up as yeah. – who you are. Yeah, like, I promise I'm not a weirdo. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And right. and for every story like, about I a successful you. friend that I've made, I could tell you a story about somebody who's like, oh my gosh, back away. <laughs> and that's okay. I'm okay. not for everyone. That's okay yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Showing yourself really allows people to know if there's a genuine connection or not. Yeah. And yeah. you can hide in your bed and pull the covers up and feel embarrassed about the offering that you've made, you know, <laughs> later. But in the moment, just get past that a little bit, yeah. which is Either hard. Either way, you're going to feel some angst and rejection. Always. So just do the scary thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and just move on to the better. next. Yeah. <laughs> There's plenty of friends out there. I wonder, yeah. too, <laughs> of like, um, uh, you know, in this question, too, it also s- talked about, like, creating your own, like, council of moms or, you know, council of friends. Like, where yeah. the people that you go to – that like can help you with the specifics of your situation. You might not share all of the details of your business with everybody, but mm-hmm. you would with that, you know, group of friends. And um, we, you know, are wrapping up our time. But just in the last time, I'd love just to get each one of your perspective of of like your best advice for really like finding your 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 true like people that you can go to for anything. I mean, you don't know till you try it, right? Like, I I think there's um there's definitely been like lots of uh, events in my life that are like sensitive, and I'm still working through them. And I'm such a verbal processor, and so I do I talk with everyone. Like you say, maybe you don't share your business with everyone. I think I do. <laughs> I think I do share my business with everyone. But I it's for me just like you know um like you just learn as you go. And sometimes I'm going to say something to someone who maybe well-meaningly just is giving advice that I don't need right now. It's not, it's not helpful for me. Maybe it's even like brushing on stuff that like I'm sensitive about or, or doesn't make me feel great, but they meant it totally well-intentioned. I just know in the future, okay, I want to keep like this friendship as something where like we are going to have the best time talking about these things. But I know that like this person maybe like doesn't always want to have fun and they always want to talk about like the sensitive things. You know what? Like I've got multiple friends. So like there are going to be friends where I'm like, I'm going to share everything with them and we can have a good time. But you rarely find like the person that just like lines up exactly for you. And I think that's why like we're meant to learn from so many people. And you just, I don't know, I learn as I go. And that does mean sometimes that I'm like, oh, I need to sort through what just happened because (laughs) I don't know if I feel great. I don't know if I said something that made them feel not great, but then just be open about that too, right? I can be open to someone and be like, hey, like I'm actually kind of wanting to sort through that right now. And and let's talk about this. Here's the thing. If they want to be your friend, then they understand. And you're both, you're both talking to listen, not to, you know, not to make a point or not to, you know, once you reach that level, then you can, you can kind of be open of every phase of journey yeah. that you're on with that person. Great advice. I like friends with, around food. I just love food. I'm like, yes. you're my brunch friend. You're my sushi friend. Oh, I like that. And you're my steak friend. I love that. <laughs> this is amazing. That is so fun. And I kind of in that. the same vein. Yeah. yeah. 
well, my thought is completely different, but just to be able to love and self-accept mm. so much that it's easy to be vulnerable because rejection doesn't hurt as bad. Mm -hmm. And you can just be like, okay, well, that wasn't a good match. And next. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't cost as yeah, because you know identity. that you're completely wonderful and lovable and that, yeah, connection well, is out there. Well, you guys are all completely wonderful and lovable. Yeah. Thanks for being on this council, for being vulnerable to make those connections. Mm -hmm.